Hey y'all, it's me, your host. <laughs> we are almost ready to start this season. You're going to get a word from me, a kind of a longer preview or, or, or intro to the season. We'll call it that, an intro to the season on Friday. And next week, you're hearing the first episode of Choose Your Struggles Season 3. But today, <laughs> there's a little surprise. If you're hearing this on the Choose Your Struggle feed, this is uh, a crossover from the other show, Made It. Uh, if you're hearing this on Made It, um, then you're already in the right place. If you're hearing this on Choose Your Struggle, go ahead and go over and subscribe. This is your last sort of preview for that show, and you can find a link in your show notes. Uh, if you're hearing this on Made It, you can find a link to Choose Your Struggle. It's We're, we're, we're cross-branding all over this thing. But what you're hearing today is a conversation with Adam Al-Assad, and Adam is Sarah's younger brother. He is one of the major voices on Made It Season 1, Stay Savage, and he is one of the founders of Savage Sisters. Adam and I talked in person a couple of weeks ago. He he sat down with me in my office and we kind of went over the recording process and um, I asked Adam how this whole experience was for him telling his sister's story and his story and his family's story. And, you know, it, it's a very personal uh, story that made it season one. Uh, Stay savage. You're going to hear some really personal moments. And, and I wanted to know what that was like for Adam. So uh, that's the conversation you're hearing today. And then at the end, Adam, <laughs> Adam had the incredible pleasure of announcing when Made It Season 1, Stay Savage, will drop. Yes, Adam gets to announce that to the world. So stay tuned until the end of the show for that big announcement. All right, without further ado, enjoy this conversation with my good, good friend, Adam Al-Assad. Hello, and welcome to this special episode of the Choose Your Struggle podcast. You might be hearing this on Choose Your Struggle, you might be hearing this on the Made It uh, feed, but either way, I am very privileged today to be sitting down with a guy whose voice you're going to come to know really well and hopefully love, and that is Adam. Should I call you Adam Savage like you are in my phone, or or Adam Al-Assad? Which, which one would you prefer? Adam Savage, Adam Lion, I'm not really <laughs> sure, you know, that's uh, you've got to make that call yourself. So Adam is one of the founders of Savage. He is Sarah's younger brother. Uh, you have heard from Sarah before, and you will be hearing from the, the, the two of them and a lot of other people coming up in this series series. I know you're all very excited. Adam, the first question I have for you is what were your first thoughts when you heard that, that this was going to be a project that Sarah and I were interested in making? The first thing I thought of was, oh man, I'm going to get an opportunity to hear myself talk, which I absolutely <laughs> love. But no, really, the second thought I had, which was in truth my first, was just a really good way. This was going to be a really great way for Savage to get, kind of get the word out about what we're doing about harm reduction and about and ways for other people to give back to their community and savage sisters. And and this is something that, you know, when I first came on board with the organization last spring, uh you'd had Sarah was getting a little bit of, of focus on her story and, and y'all on your on your work and since then it's kind of exploded, right? Oh, 100%. I mean, when we when you first came in, what a year ago, more than that at this point, we were really focused on the basics that we were trying to accomplish, which was our street-based outreach, which we were trying to expand on, and our houses, which we were trying to open more of. Since then, we really realized that in, in, in order to do that, we were going to have to get the word out. We were going to have to tell our stories. We were going to have to let the world know why they should support us. 
So when when you first got involved, and I never expected us to to get to this point, but we we have, and it's working, and we're able to continue growing because of it. So one thing I think is really interesting about the, the dynamic of not only this show, but but one thing that you and Sarah have been doing really well is sort of you each have your own individual take on this story, obviously, but it it blends together so beautifully because you know, obviously you're both involved in each other's stories. It, 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 that's something, you know, I've been doing this now for six, seven years. You don't hear as much about, I mean, when I tell my story, my, my siblings, my family aren't really involved. How cool is that for you and Sarah to be doing this together? Oh my gosh. It's, you know, I was able to listen to the season finale just the other day and to be able to hear us going back and forth with you in response to very similar questions and hear our different takes on the same exact events has been incredibly rewarding and beautiful because I really get to look into the mind state that my sister was in during the events that we shared together, which I really never knew before. Because, you know, as much as we talk about things all the time, it's really hard to become vulnerable and shared to the extent that we're able to do when you know when these questions are asked in depth it's uh it's been a really rewarding experience and not only that but to hear the rest of my family's takes on it it's just uh, i mean i can't tell you how many times i cried i genuinely can and, and you've <laughs> you've only heard that the finale uh exactly. the, the 10th episode of, of all 10 um you know in, in fact actually at this point uh, as we're recording this, only Sarah and, and various members of my team and, and my wife have heard anything more than what you've heard. Uh, and, and by the time this, this drops, um, you know, the, the, the series will be not far behind, hint, hint, uh, for the exciting announcement at the end of this conversation. But, you know, it, it, it and I will say as a guy who made it, I joked about this with you before, that it still gets me. And that's how I know, you know, my, my anxiety and everything tells me sometimes that it sucks. And my wife, thankfully, reminds me that I'm being an idiot. But the, the, the parts that I know are going to be good, I know like in my soul because I listen to them and I still choke up or I listen to it and I still get excited. And, and part of that is the ending, which we're obviously not going to give away, but you've heard, which is, I think, the, the most beautiful moment of the entire series. And, and the, the you know, now that you've told me your response and Georgie's and, and, and Sarah concurred is that everyone keeps telling me they cry when they hear the ending, which makes me feel really good. Yeah, I mean... I've literally only heard the season finale and I cried at least five times. And let me tell you, I wasn't alone when I cried. I did not want to cry. I was sitting there with my partner and her father who, you know, I, I try to keep that tough guy demeanor on when I'm in front of him, but I certainly couldn't when I listened to that season finale. Just hearing the raw emotion that my family had in telling about the most vulnerable times of, of their lives, honestly, um, it it really touched my soul. That's for sure. So, you know, the listeners uh, don't know this yet, um, but but this is, you know, the, the way that this series breaks down is there's really three storylines. You know, Sarah's is obviously the A storyline. This is about her and starting this organization. Uh, but your sister Liz and your, and your brother Charlie are the other two storylines. What does it sort of mean for you that this is more... You know, most of the stuff that, that, that you and Sarah are being approached on is really sort of honing in on Sarah and Savage. But this is more a telling of your family. What, what, Like the good, the bad. I mean, what does that what does that make you feel? Honestly, when I first heard it, it made me feel radical gratitude because I never it, it seems surreal. I never imagined 10 years ago that my family members would survive their active use. I genuinely did not think that any of them would survive. The fact that all three of them have survived and currently have years sober, it just, 
it genuinely seems surreal. It seems like I've accomplished my life's mission, which obviously I've got a lot to do still. But, you know, just being able to hear them look back at their times of hardship and, and know that they've overcome them. It's I mean, there's no way to describe it with words. There truly isn't. So then, you know, as someone who you yourself has not struggled with substance misuse, but you're, you know, I've, as we've now well established, three members of your family, they're all the subjects of this series. Uh, you know, I myself have and a lot of people around Savage have, you know, why is this so important to you that we keep telling these stories? It's important to me that we tell these stories because I've been able to witness the benefit that these stories have on people who are still suffering. I work on a daily basis with the men of Savage Sisters, of Sir Savages in Recovery, and I get to see that when they go to those meetings, when they hear other people share similar incidents and similar hardships that they've encountered and hear how other people have overcome them, it gives them the motivation and the ability to overcome the hardships that they're currently enduring. And I know that without those, these people would not have the hope. They would not have the examples or the inspiration to continue recreating their lives. And just Overall, I've been able to recognize oh, through working with Savage Sisters, it's nothing that I was aware of before the work, before years of, of actual work with Savage Sisters, did I realize how significant and important it is for people who have overcome their hardships to share it with people who are still suffering. And just being able to be a part of that, I feel like I'm saving people's lives on a daily basis. So we'll talk about the specifics of Savage here in a second, but, but before we really get to that, if you, you know, now that you've heard just the season finale, of course, but but take away your knowledge of not only the series, but of what the, the subject matter of what this series is, is covering. And if someone if you want people to take away one message from this series, what would it be? Oh, man. Um, first thing that popped into my mind when you asked that question was the mind state I had before I discovered harm reduction, which was nothing. I knew nothing. And when my sisters and my brothers would mess up or do something stupid or steal or whatever. My, I, my judgment, my response was to be like, well, screw you then. I don't want to be, I don't want you in my life. I, I don't want you coming into my house. I don't want to risk my comfort and my peace of mind to help you. And what I realized through Savage Sisters and even through this podcast is that the people who are currently suffering with active use, my brothers and sisters, when they were actively using, they were not Charlie. They were not Liz. They were not Sarah. They were a body that was completely taken over by substances. And the only thing that I could do to help them was to just show them love, was to just be there for them when they needed, even if that didn't mean giving them money or letting them sleep in my house, just telling them I loved them and telling them that I wasn't mad at them for any of the things that they did during their act of use gave them enough hope that they had a desire to live again, which they absolutely did not have previous to people showing them radical love. They really didn't. They didn't want to live. And by showing radical love, I was able to help them have the desire to live, which is the only reason that they're still alive. So if you're listening to this and you have a family member or a loved one or a friend that's currently suffering from active use, do not shun them. Do not cut them off. Do not judge them and let them know that you're not shunning them. You're not judging them. You're not cutting them off. Let them know you understand what they're going through and that you will always be there for them. 
really beautifully put, and and I, I that makes me think of a, a moment in the episode that you listened to that obviously we won't ruin, but the story of your mother with the delivery man at at, at that she told that story and how powerful that message is uh, in, in that moment. And, and I I gotta say, and and you, this won't come as a surprise to you, but your mother is a natural born storyteller. I, I get it all from her, honestly. Um, I've listened to my mom tell the same stories a hundred times, and they're just as good every single time. And listening to her tell that story, being able to listen to her tell that story when I got to listen to the season finale of the podcast, that was one of the moments that I cried. Hearing her just raw emotion and honesty in de- her description of that event, it was uh, it was extremely powerful, and it definitely correlates to what I'm talking about, which is that... You know, despite the fact that this delivery driver was completely involved in the world of harm reduction, he still didn't understand the importance of loving people while they're actively using. Very important. So let's let's get into some specifics now. You know, where are where you know where is Savage? Well, you know, tell us a little bit about the specifics. How many houses? How many outreaches are we doing? Just kind of help the listeners understand who is Savage Sisters. At Savage Sisters, we are a grassroots company that started from absolutely nothing. We started with one house, which was a huge struggle. And we started with one monthly outreach that consisted of people bringing bags of their clothing and my mom making some snacks that we were able to distribute to those living on the streets. Today, through the generosity and the hard work of Savage Sisters, our team and our supporters, we now operate weekly outreaches. We hit the streets every Tuesday night. We serve at least 75 people every Tuesday night. And every third Saturday of the month, we hit the streets again, and we serve at least 250 people at those events. We currently have five houses, and we're about to open up a sixth. And our long-term goal is to get to 10. We don't want to turn into McDonald's. We don't want to get past 10. But we absolutely want to get to 10 so that we can make a significant difference, but also stay involved in the daily lives of the people that we're serving. Beautifully said. So there's another thing I think that that you know we take away from this series. Obviously, I know this from being on the board, but you know you won't be able to walk away from this uh, listening to Made It Season One Stay Savage without realizing that you know Savage is a family organization. Both your blood family and 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 you know through marriage like Charlie, but also everybody who who signs on becomes a member of the Savage family. Talk about that for a minute and how important it is that this is operated in that way. I think it's extremely important that we continue operating in the small grassroots family oriented manner that we do because it really brings our team together. Uh, Just the other day, I was out of state and I actually wasn't at my brother's birthday party, which was March 6th, but I was able to, one of the members of our team, James Sherman, I was able to see his Instagram story while I was out of state and I was shocked. I shouldn't have been shocked, but I was shocked to see that he was at my mom's house at my brother's birthday party. And he was literally running on, he was holding a red wagon, pulling my two nieces in it, sprinting down the street. And it was a video of him doing that. And it just made me realize the reason that we work so well, the reason that people are so passionate about supporting our cause is because we bring them into our family and treat them as our family members. And we love them as our family members. And they appreciate it because the reason that they got sober, the reason they were able to overcome their traumas was because people showed them radical love. And you don't get the levels of radical love anywhere else but in a family unit. And so as a family unit, we're able to stick together 
have the same goals and work together to accomplish our mission. And whenever we do that, the people we serve, they recognize it. They feel the love, whether it's via outreach or whether it's via our houses. You know, God forbid somebody's relapsed and they couldn't get get a bed in a rehab. My mom will literally kick my brother out of his room, make him sleep on the couch for three days and, and let a resident stay in our house. That's, that is the level of love that we have for the people that we're serving because those people are us. We, we were there. We are still there and we'll always be there because we grew up in that manner. Our, my, you know, my uncle passed from a heroin overdose. My other uncle is in recovery. My grandfather, Mike the Monks, you know, his whole life was dedicated to serving people suffering from alcoholism. It's this mission. It started long before I was even born and it's started with my family. Beautifully put. Before we go to the announcement, if you wouldn't mind shouting out where people can find Savage online and what if they want to get involved here in Philly? You can find Savage Sisters online at www.savagesisters.org. You can see ways to get involved through our Ways to Get Involved page. You can see ways to donate through our Sponsorship Opportunities page, of which there are so many different ways that you can donate, so many different programs that you can support. And if you want to come to an outreach, which is absolutely crucial to our continued operating success, please reach out to info at savagesisters.org so we can provide you dates, times and contacts so that you can come out to our outreach events and personally attack addiction ferociously with radical love through connection. All right, Adam, I think it's time to make the special announcement. Please do the honors. I am beyond incredibly excited to announce that Made It Season 1 Stay Savage will be dropping Friday morning April 29th, wherever the hell you listen to your podcasts. I absolutely cannot wait to hear it myself. And when you've listened, please reach out to me. You know where to find me. And please reach out to Savage. You know, I'm telling this story because I think it's a good story. But also, I want you all to hear this, hear how hard these amazing people are working and say, I want to get involved. That would be just the, the, the best possible outcome. So please listen to the series and check out Savage Sisters uh, here in Philadelphia. And, you know, you don't have to be here in Philly if you just want to see people get help, the help that they deserve, the help that they need. If you just want to see people or support people who are working super hard to change the narrative around substance misuse and addiction, please support Savage Sisters. Adam, anything else you want to say? We have really not gotten the financial support that we need from our government, from our society, from big pharma, from corporations. We've entirely survived off the generosity and support of individual citizens like you. So it's sad to ask, but we need your help to continue operating because the government and society has failed us. So please go to the sponsorship page and make a donation. Couldn't agree more. Well, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. And yes, you heard it here first. Just a couple more weeks until you'll get to hear the entire series. Friday morning, April 29th, anywhere you get your podcast, wherever you're listening to this, just go over. And you can find this if you're not listening on the Made It stream. Just search for Choose Your Struggle and, and Made It will come up as well. So go ahead and subscribe. Uh, and if you already wanted to leave a review, uh, thank you. I don't know what you're reviewing, but thank you. Uh, and you can reach out to me as always. So thank you so much for tuning in. Choose your struggle and stay savage.